WHIV LP New Orleans 102.3. Uh, this is Good Morning Comrade. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Back again. Robert's back. Them boys. Them <laughs> boys are up to something. Them boys oh, been spending no. two or three weeks about the country. We built. Jump man, jump man. Where you been, man? I've been trying to. Yeah, I've been having to bring in guests all the time. What's going on? Where you been? I've been in the socialist uh, utopia, better known as Northern Ireland. Um, utopia. I mean, I'm I'm being I'm joking, but I'm only kind of half joking because oh god, so much tax haven. By the way, one of my favorite tax havens. Oh, it's yeah, it is, and it's it's killing them now. Actually, yeah. Um, that's why like the whole Celtic Tiger voodoo economics thing, but that's not really important right now. What's important is when you go to Ireland and specifically Northern Ireland, you just realize like the whole idea of we're a first world country with a Gucci belt is a hundred percent true. And how many times I said, why do we live? Why do we live the way we live in the United States? Mm -hmm. It doesn't make any sense. Like I step outside my hotel and there's just, there's light rail, there's buses, there's double decker buses. There's cat. There's just so much public transportation. There's, you know, Belfast is a walkable city. Um, I was in a little town, a tourist town in, in the Republic of Ireland and um the good ireland well no revert well it's all good yeah. all of ireland's good it's just one you one you still have to use euros and the other one you have to use pounds that's all but it's all it's they're all good boys they're all good doggos um but like one little tourist town had a policy to where you couldn't get um coffee or tea takeaway to go in in a store cup you have to either a supply your own cup or you can buy a municipal cup from the it's like a you know made out of tire rubber or whatever um that the city um produces for two pounds or, or two euros i should say and then you just use that cup as your you know reusable cup and i'm like why doesn't the city of New Orleans do this i'm like this is this would work especially in the city of New Orleans because one businesses would love it coffee shops would love it because they don't have to like spend their um their profits buying more cups the city could make a little bit of money like recycling all the tires out in the east and 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 selling them to people and then like cups aren't going into trash cans it's like it's just basic stuff you're like why in america do we live like this and i'm joking when i call it the socialist utopia because like i'm so into not only like I did the whole uh, the troubles tour, no. and I took I, it was so amazing. It was so amazing. Like our cab driver was like, he was like, "So what do you know?" And I'm like, "Well," and I have a I have a Sinn Fein jacket that I bought um, over there, but I didn't wear it on the tour because I didn't know where we were gonna go, and I wanted to be respectful of people. And if you don't know, Sinn Fein is or was slash is the political wing of the IRA and they have full power in the North now in the, um, in Northern Ireland, which is still the UK and they're on track to be the most, be the dominant party in the Republic of Ireland. And once that happens, uh, they're going to call for the vote of Irish unification and it's, it's going to pass and Irish Ireland's going to be one country again. But, um, the point is, I didn't wear that jacket because I didn't know where we were going to go and I wanted to be respectful. And the guy was like, so what do you know? And, and you know, my wife, Aaron, just blurted out kind of like, well, politically, we're leftists. And he goes, great, good. And so he um, he oh. took us through. Yeah, he took us through the um, the unionist, the loyalist uh, parts, the, the Protestant parts of the neighborhood. And it's like there's just all these like murals of just like we're going to kill every every Republican that steps foot in here that are still up, they still have like the quote unquote peace wall that you have to have bomb cages like in front of your house because people used to launch, you know, Molotov cocktails and firebombs over the wall. Um, 
Yeah, you know, you know, like uh, the the thing that Palestinians get murdered for. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And and so and then we went and so I was like, there was um, there was a mural of the Queen, and of Queen Elizabeth, you know, because she just died recently. And I'm like, yeah. And I uh, the cab driver's like, yeah, you look at all this stuff, like whatever, whatever. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, man, I'm not a fan of the monarchy, but I do like good art. And he's just like, that's not art; it's just a print. He's like, I'm gonna take. He's like, I'm gonna take you to some class art, and I'm like, cool, because we didn't stop through any of that. He was just like, you wouldn't. He's like, you wouldn't want to stop in here and get a pint. Let me tell you. And he's just like, yeah, look at that, look at that. He's like, all the UDP, which are the old, um, the paramilitaries. He's like, they're all drug dealers now. They're all scumbags. And then he took us to the Catholic neighborhoods. He's like, you want to get out? Yeah, and we're like, absolutely. So I was just like, took, there's like murals of like Nelson Mandela and Palestinian murals and Bobby Sand stuff. And it's just like, it was amazing. And I guess my point is like, we're, I'm talking to him. I'm like, you know, I feel like I'm going to have to apply for political asylum, you know, half joking pretty soon and move here. And he's just like, ha ha ha. I'm like, you know, and I was like, you really don't get it though. I'm like, you don't understand how bad it is in america and what i mean by that is you're looking at me and you're looking at my wife and like you can we're like we're reasonable people we share you know the same politics we care about the same stuff but the amount of people who have the privilege and the money and the time to take a trip across the atlantic to come to ireland and then want to take this tour is like infinitesimal like, you don't understand how bad it is. Like, we are on the verge of what y'all went through 20 years ago. And he was like, really? And he's like, yeah. It's like, I, I sit there and I watch your the doll, which what the doll is, it's the um, the Irish parliament. And I'm like, I wa- I've been captivated by it. I've been watching it every night in my hotel room, like the, the equivalent of C-SPAN in Ireland. And I'm just like, you guys have the, the not the president, because they have a president and they have a prime minister. So the prime minister is, uh, they call the, the, um, the name for the prime minister is the T-ship, which is, it translates for, into Irish to chieftain, which is the hardest, hardest title I've ever heard for a, like a dignitary, like a head of state. Um, and he is half Indian, half Irish and gay. And he is the right, he is the representative of the right wing. Like, because the right, the, the center right party is in power right now in, uh, in the Republic of Ireland, Southern Ireland. And so you've got him and he is like, if you, you were to like transplant him from Ireland to the U.S., they would call him a commie. He'd be, he'd be Bernie Sanders, right? And so he is duking it out with two different parties, you know, Sinn Féin, which um, is like the second largest party in Southern Ireland. And then there is a party, um, the People Over Profit Party, which is like the third or the fourth most popular party in Ireland. And if you've been watching the stuff with, um, you've been watching TikTok or a lot of the clips like coming out of Ireland when they're talking about Palestine, the guy, the guy with like kind of the receding hairline who looks like really gruff and, and, and like screaming about genocide and kicking the um, the Israeli uh, ambassador out of the country. That guy's from the People Over Profit uh, Party. I can't remember his name. But so you've got two different parties screaming at the T-ship, falling over each other, screaming at each other about who can deliver the most social and economic justice to the country. And I'm just like, this is like another planet. This 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 breaks my brain. It doesn't even compute. I'm like this. I and I, I I was telling people we really talk about politics and stuff. I'm like I know y'all have a lot of problems. I know y'all just came through you know 20 years of bombings and killings and 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 you have a problem now with like the um because of the voodoo economics of the Celtic Tiger, the uh, housing prices are astronomical. And, you know, you have like not an immigrant problem, but you do it not a problem with the people coming, but a problem with like people can't afford f- affordable housing right. and uh, companies are are just coming in here because they're a tax haven and they're siphoning off money. That's not getting recirculated back into Ireland. It's going back to the States or China or wherever. I'm like, I know you have all these problems, but this 
for me, an American coming over here and seeing all this, this is a utopia. Mm-hmm. And like, you would look at it. It was like, I had a horn, like they couldn't believe it. And I'm like, you just do not understand oh, how bad it is. You don't understand how bad it is. I mean, it's not the, 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 the material conditions are similar, but like the, the, at least the rhetoric is entirely different because what they're saying here is like, we need to make sure that we destroy whatever kind of government services we could possibly have right. uh, and put everything on corporations and businesses to, to like save us or whatever, which is just like the opposite of what is possible or true. Right. Hey, no, no, hundred percent. Just to give you an idea of just like, so again, the T ship, the 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 prime minister, uh, the center right guy, um, his his name's like Leo Vedic, I want to say, but his his big thing that was to deal with the immigration quote unquote problem was he was going to pay for individual like anybody who wanted to leave Ireland and go back to their home country, he was willing to fund that that trip back to their home country um, for for anybody who wanted it. And that got shouted down. And pe- that was a red line where people were like, absolutely not. This is against our values. This will not stand. We will tar and feather you in the, you know, in Dublin if you even attempt to do something like this. Well, that's almost like what, 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 what uh... compared to what we have here in America. Yeah. Like, remember when uh, Mitt Romney talked in 2012 about like self deportation? That sounds extremely similar, exactly. Except it's like subsidized self deportation. <laughs> exactly, but I mean, the point is, it's wrong and it shouldn't happen. And the people who are the people who are extremely upset that live in that country have a reason to be extremely upset. But God, dog, like if they were to come to America and they're just like, oh, well, just you know, underpay them the ones that we want to keep, keep the rest in um, concentration camps on the border, and who cares what happens to them? And like, like razor uh, wire and like, salt yeah, and yeah, like in, like in between buoys and our like netting that we have or whatever. It's like, like, so I mean, like the US is, is, is a sick, crazy, dying empire. It's a sick, crazy place. And once you like step out of the United States and get to see like how other countries function like reasonably and without the without the levels of dysfunction that we have it's you're just like why do we live like this i mean we know as socialists why we live like this but just the average human you know it's the average human doesn't really even pay that much attention right yeah the average american i should say not the average human sure the average well the average american doesn't pay that much attention and they they're i mean they're worried about their i would even argue that like most Americans don't even like, like if you poll them, and I think there's actually there is evidence to back this up. If you poll them on like ninety percent of what we like espouse on this tele- on this radio show, um, they would largely be in agreement with things like raising the minimum wage and mm-hmm. like you know collective bargaining for workers and union representation and all this stuff that we talk about that like makes us weird like marginal crazy like lefties or whatever like most people actually do agree with us but the thing is that things are never kind of like presented in a straight way like in a, in a clear and direct way um they're always sort of presented in such a way that is i mean like filtered through the main i mean i hate to be like the main the lamestream media or whatever but like there is a there is a very specific filter that goes through um, in order to get two people. So like when you talk about um, things like, you know, I mean, there's temp- there's, there's um, tempering of um, public opinion for over generations when it comes to things like the Cold War and just sort of like just just making people afraid of the even a whiff of what could even be close to be. And it's still real and it still really exists. Uh, but even a whiff of something that could be like even associated with communism when we never did get any of that like sweet, sweet social democracy that a lot of Europe got after the Second World War, especially. I mean, we're so far behind in when it comes to having any kind of social, any kind of uh, government that even like pretends to represent working people you know what i mean like the only thing that the like 
the, the political parties and the sort of political system has to offer for us is like, who do you hate? Do you hate the billionaires or do you hate the poor and the immigrants and the minorities or whatever? And it's not it's not like a, I mean, I'm not going to say like it's fine to hate billionaires. Totally you hate billionaires all you want. But like it's not a project of it's not a project of building anything, not even from the Democrats. You know what I mean? It's right. a project of where does your animosity and your angst go towards? Well, I think. I think what happens in Ireland, and this is just my like guess after being there for a couple of weeks and and reading, you know, about the history of the country and just what I knew already going in, I think they're a very special case, um, as far as their culture, where as far as like social and economic justice is just it's almost baked into their culture to where even let's say you don't care about immigrants, you don't care about the Palestinians, you don't care about anything like that right you don't care about anything social justly but you live in irish it's kind of part of your cultural mythos like your um your creation myth when i'm using the word creation myth you know and not the actual literal term but like your origin story or as like a comic book character i would say is that um being treated you know from day one as really just genetic un you know inferior you know in inferiors to the british because it wasn't just like oh we're we're gonna dominate you because because you're right next door and we can it was we're dominating you because you're scum of the earth you're the irish and you're not as good as us and i feel like even with the american revolution yeah that you know those those pesky con you know pesky colonists are fighting the empire but it would never was that like these people are inferior and I think that that that's a lot of the the reason why Ireland. So even if you're a right winger in Ireland, you've kind of got to be like, well, I can't be that. I can't go that hard because at some point, if I go super hard on, you know, racism and xenophobia and homophobia and Islamophobia and stuff like that, um, I'm going to bump up against our, our creation story. I'm going to bump up against the third rail of our creation story and people are going to turn on me. Mm-hmm. I and think, I think that's like, what happens. Violence is going to start, is going to flare back up if you do that again, you know? Right. And, and I mean, again, just to sort of like, you know, connect this to what we're seeing right now in, uh, in Gaza and in Palestine, is that part of the way and part of the reason or part of even the rhetoric that uh, the Israeli government and Netanyahu himself and many, and all of his flunkies and ministers or whatever that, you know, whatever warmonger cabinet he has, they're constantly dehumanizing Palestinians and basically saying that they're like equating them to like roaches and like dogs yeah, absolutely. as less than human. And that is a justification for killing them. And right. so they're like, I'm not saying that um, I'm not saying that I'm sure things get extremely uh, horrible and heated in these sort of like parliamentary situations in Ireland or whatever. But there's like a real connection to um, to that, like kind of dehumanization, dehumanization and violence that I'm sure that it feels like at least nobody really wants to go down that road anymore. Yeah. And it's. Again, yeah, it's not even that nobody wants to go down that road. It's just you're going it's to be real. dealing. It's real and have seen it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. Com- even, even if you're the biggest scumbag in Ireland, like you don't want to be like. It, it's almost to a point where okay, so Americans, we can wrap our racism and xenophobia up in our like our creation story, to where like you can't, I, and I, you can't really be in. You, you can kind of touch that like an ireland for irish but you can't go hard on it because once you start going hard you're kind of no longer irish you're you're like betraying your forefathers at that point to where like our you know our 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 society like our original sin is you know racism sexism so it's it's as natural as that it's it's as american as apple pie yeah you know genocide and oppression Oh yeah, exactly. Well, who were the people that were less than human for Americans? Oh it God, was, it was the natives and the yeah the African slaves and like right. everybody that we basically subjugated 
and made like literally made lesser than and and made them either like slaves and servants to america to you know white americans or just killed them and like right. terminated them and did multiple repeated genocides or, or, or over the course of, of this of the history so there's never been a situation where the united states has had to grapple with the the like reality of you are you know you are american just like us or anything like that because literally you we just killed them <laughs> we just yeah absolutely them or created our own concentration camps and call them reservations or whatever it's just it was just a very surreal two weeks of just like walking around a place that experienced you know apartheid on a on a very small but very violent scale and while you know people are being you know ethnically cleansed in palestine is like it was a very surreal experience like I don't know. It, it's you. I'm looking at this wall. I'm, you know, that lot that's still to this day to 2022. They, they have, uh, not, I won't call them checkpoints, but there is like fence, like gates on the wall, on the peace wall that close that differentiate the Catholic and the Protestant neighborhoods that close every night at 6 PM. They come and really? lock that. They come and lock that, and you have to go all the way around if you're to keep people from like, I guess, coming in at night and and do. They're like, if you want to come do something crazy, you, you're gonna have to really put some effort into it because you got to go all the way around. Or you're gonna do it during the daytime. Yeah, or during the daytime. Um, yeah, and it's it's just really been like me. I I know I've been thinking about like what this show for like a hot minute. Like, oh, you know, we're gonna sit here and 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 it's like uh, I'm, I'm trying not to use uh, fcc non-fcc get us banned find terminology but we're gonna sit here and pat each other on the back about you know how moral we are that we support palestine and i'm just like but that's that's like speaking to the choir because anybody who's in listening you know is listening to this is going to have the same position as us. Like we're not going to reach anybody. Mm. My thing, the, the thing I've been really blessed with is that my father is Jewish and he, you know, he also hasn't been Jewish for very long. He's a convert. So I'd say like, he's been Jewish for less than a decade. And so he still has like this, the zeal of the converted. Yeah. And his wife is like, my dad's just like, he looks like a football player. He's a, you know, big black, six foot two guy mm -hmm. and he's married to a you know an ashkenazi dude like my stepmother and i've been i've been talking to him instead of trying to bring a point of like my my dad's a moral man but he's also a lib like i just this, he's a lib he's a fence sitter but also you have to understand he's a black man in america in the you know 60s and 70s mm -hmm. and so he did what he had to do to like navigate navigate culture i get it but instead of trying to talk to him about right and wrong, I, I've really been concentrating on like, okay, objectively, let's talk about how what Israel's doing right now is making you in sitting here in Florida unsafe. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Like let's let's talk about how they cannot they cannot win here. They cannot achieve their their objectives. Like let's talk about the actual objective facts objective. of the situation what's that and 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 really like making like like actually getting out of people like what are the objectives of israel in this in this situation is enough in certain instances to like at least shame people a little bit maybe not well okay so in short let's talk about it like this way um i i've heard it when we talk about like american politics or even like police actions um, I think about it. Yeah, I think a good idea is like a police action here in the state when like a, a, a cop shoots an unarmed black man or anybody, they shoot an unarmed anybody. It's a bad shoot. And they're just like, oh, it was a super mistake. And it's like, are you dumb or are you evil? Because you have to be one or the other. <laughs> and I'll explain that when I'm talking about Israel. So if you want to talk about and let's I'm pretending when I'm talking to you with the language I'm going to use, I'm talking to somebody that doesn't agree with me. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to appeal to logic and not appeal to emotion. So that's why I'm going to use words like terrorists. But 
if you want to talk about how to dislodge and materially, you know, uh, disempower and ideologically disempower a a popular embedded terrorist organization on your on your doorstep. If you really want to know how, if you if that is your your that's the goal that you've stated. That you're that also has what do they say like miles and miles of, of tunnels underground that your bombs aren't going to be able to destroy or hit and you're not going to make a dent against this terrorist organization because as objectively you're not making a dent against Hamas that you say is the existential threat. No, but you are killing a lot of civilians. So this is this is my point. This is what I'm getting at. If if that is your stated goal. How Israel is going about that is the absolute worst possible way you could do it. And we've learned this twice as the United States, once in uh, Vietnam, once in um, in Iraq and Afghanistan. In Korea you as can, well. Uh, you cannot dislodge a popular guerrilla, uh, asymmetrical fighters, whatever, without appealing to and the thing. We learned that in the Philippines. Yeah. 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 I mean, and and you're going to say the reason why in Iraq we could, we were just doing that. You talk, if you, there's a good podcast I've been listening to. It's like, um, Rocco, Rocco's his name. And I can't think of the pod, but if you look up Rocco Navy seal podcast, the guy was a Navy seal and he's saying the exact thing. And he is definitely, he's a war hawk. He's a warmonger. He's not a lib. He was a Navy seal that was in Iraq. And he goes, well, you know, during the, the battle of Mosul until we started supplying people with their material needs and getting them to trust us. Jocko? Yeah. Jocko. That's it. They couldn't, they couldn't find out where the ISIS fighters were. Because the ISIS fighters were supported by the population. And the thing is, they were supported by the population, not because they even wanted them there. It was because they were the only thing that was stable. They knew the U.S. would come and go. So once the U.S. started providing for the, the, the Iraqis' material needs, and then they could build a relationship, then they would, they would receive intel, and then they could do targeted midnight no-knock raids and and round up and kill ISIS fighters, right? So that's the thing you would want to be doing in Gaza if you actually wanted to, quote-unquote, destroy Hamas. You wouldn't be bombing people, killing their children, and that's for sure creating more, quote-unquote, terrorists who are just... Imagine you and I, right? And I'm saying this to, you know, you and I, we're just guys. I'm just a guy that goes to work. I punch the clock every day. I bop, bop, bop. Now I'm not in Hamas. I know I don't care about any of this. Bombs are falling on my 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 wife works up the street. Bomb falls on uh, on 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 her building, kills her. I have nothing left to live for. Guess what? Hamas just gained another fighter. I'm gonna say, pass me an AK and show me to the tunnels. That's what's happening right now. So again, this is the worst possible way. That you would that you would want to deal with this problem if it is your actual stated goal, but this is the perfect way to do genocide and ethnic cleansing. So again, are you stupid? Or are you are you really bad at your job? Or are you evil? It's one or the other, and neither are acceptable. Or both. Or both. No, I don't think no. They're not bad at ethnic cleansing. They're not bad at that because they they do all the steps of ethnic cleansing. If you look up the steps. They do the they do the denial. They do the dehumanization. They do the indiscriminate killing Israel does. They're really good at being fascist. They're real, what they're not good at is governing a state and, and keeping their own citizens safe. Well, I you guess know? you have to assume, like, I guess probably the fault in, like, even assuming that is that, like, I mean, time and again... Uh, the Israeli government has shown that protecting its own people is not really a priority, at least not any more like, like other, anything for anything more than like a justification for more violence. Right. So like, Oh no. Um, I mean, obviously what happened, what, what Hamas did on, on October 7th was uh, significant in terms of like an attack on Israeli, uh, Israeli citizens. However, like the there were many hostages taken, 
and what does the Israeli government do but like bomb the same place yeah. that the uh, hostages might be? They essentially don't have any regard for the lives of uh, the hostages for anything beyond like more of a bloody shirt to wave. And you know who and you know who agrees with me on this is Bibi Netanyahu. Yeah. Because he has been quoted as being like, we 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 want to support ISIS because the I mean ISIS. We want to support Hamas because the more the more we fight Hamas, the less we have to deal with the Palestinian Authority in the West Bank where there is no Hamas. Because that would open up a one or two state solution if 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 we have to deal with the Palestinian Authority. We don't want to do that, even though we control the Palestinian Authority. We want this forever war until we can slowly strangle and and kill everyone and 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 create this one race ethnostate that they want to create and i think by coming at it that way because the conversations i'm having with my dad i'm really like turning him around he's really been like well yeah i see what you're talking about you know and i i i kind of hit him with the nuclear option and i dad i was like dad i feel bad about telling you this because i don't want you to feel bad about judaism i do want you to feel terrible yeah, I want you to feel terrible about Zionism, but you know, if you were if you and Betty, that's his wife, I said if you and Betty were like, you know what? Uh we're going to take a holiday, we're going to take a, tr- a trip, um we're going to go to Turkey. I'm trying to think of other Muslim countries like you'd want a vacation to. We're going to go to Turkey. Goodbye. We're going to go we're going to go to uh nah, anyway, I I I'd, I'd have very I'd have issues with him going to Dubai. I'd be like, mm-hmm. you can't go there. Um because of you know, right and wrong morality issues, but I don't know. Let's say he want to go see the pyramids. He want to go to Egypt. I don't know. Whatever. Right. I'd be like, cool. Have fun. You know, take a lot of pictures. I really want to see these places. You know, you know, tell me what you see. If he was like, I'm going to Israel with my wife, I'd be terrified for him because on the best, on the, the best case scenario, he, he's, he would have his heart broken. By the way, he he and 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 Betty would be treated there. The worst case scenario, something violent would happen to him because it, they call it a Jewish state, but it's not even about being a Jewish state. Him and Betty would be wearing. I mean, it, 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 can you imagine an Ashkenazi woman and a Black American man um, married? They're both Jews walking around in Tel Aviv. They'd be spit on. Like you can see videos of this. That there's people like you can look at what the what Israel, the state of Israel, forcefully euthanized um, Ethiopian Jews because and they because they don't they didn't want the Ethiopian Jews quote unquote polluting the Ashkenazi gene pool. You mean sterilized? Sterilized. I'm sorry. That's what I said. Euthanize. Apologies. Yeah. Sterilized. Sterilized. Um. Thank you. But like no. that's what we're talking about. Like. Okay them being Jewish would not protect them there. Mm-hmm. They, they, they would be in danger by, of, by, of the ethnostate. The only thing that might get them any kind, and you can, you can Google this, Google black entertainers, who uh, black people who have gone, black Jews have gone to Israel, black entertainers who have gone to Israel and the way they've been treated. It's, it's some of the worst racism that you could think of in, in the Jim Crow South. It's equal to. And it's like, because they don't care. It's not about Judaism. It's about creating a Zionist, a Zionist ethnostate, brown people not allowed. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's disgusting. And, you know, if you want, you said something a little bit ago about like, um, I know you were just kind of about like, oh, Hamas, duh. you know, I, I've given this a lot of thought. Like, uh, you know, that was terrible what happened on, you know, on October 7th. That was terrible. And, you know, it, let me tell you right now, if you're here, you're listening to this, you're probably in the United States. You do not have to go around condemning Hamas. No. Um, I don't, I don't no. Let me, Um, I had, I put it on my Facebook because I thought, and I said I had, and I'm going to my Facebook right now, Um, but I had an interaction with somebody just on, on, on YouTube or whatever, and I'm just going to put exactly what I wrote. You know, I, I did the whole, this is terrible, but, you know, it doesn't excuse apartheid. You know, uh, Israel is a genocidal state. Like, that's got to end. Um, 
these terror attacks will end when the apartheid ends, right? Oh, that kind of, of hour, Bottom of the hour, you listen to the HIV LP. Thanks. Good morning, comrade. Go ahead, Robert. So he, and then this guy replies to me, God, I feel like I'm almost in like a Russia, like, like, a like, remember back in the day when like everybody online was accused of being a Russian bot? I swear to God, there's like IDF psyops like all over. Yeah, I swear there are because they'll say something wild and then I'll reply and they don't reply. And that's usually not how an online exchange works. Usually people like go at each other for a while. For hours. Um, but anyway, this guy replies to me, you're apologizing for Hamas. That's vile. And I, I replied to that. No, I'm not. I don't live in the Middle East. I can't support Hamas even if I wanted to. But I do live in America, and my tax dollars are supporting genocide, ethnic cleansing, and apartheid. So if you want to blame me for something I unwillingly give support to by force, we can talk about that. Other than that, save your pearl clutching. Because there's no way I can, I, me condemning or anybody who does not, is not connected to Hamas, condemning Hamas does nothing. Yeah. I live in America, where my money goes to support this death, this 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 ethno-state regime that's in a in a death spiral so i am culpable of that i am guilty and that's why i am i'm arguing so hard and fighting so hard in any any way i possibly can to make that change um yeah. but yeah it's 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 so frustrating there's never been a popular uprising that's been, you know, supported by the people that's been defeated by Western governments. And that's what Israel is. It's a, it's a Western, you know, it's a Western puppet state and they're, they're going to go in here. It, that's why they're, that's why they're holding off. You know, they're holding off of doing an actual ground invasion because oh, no, they're doing it. It's under, Oh no, I mean, they're, no, no. What I mean by that is they're, yeah, they're in Gaza strip, but they are, they're, they're out in the open. The idea of going into into Gaza City and doing house to house fighting against a force that has been done nothing but has dug miles of tunnel, got all the necessities they need to stay down there indefinitely, has you know food, water, supplies, electricity. They've been building these tunnels for over ten years, and the population supports them. Bro, that is a bloodbath. Like, that's why, you know, uh, generals in the U.S. have been screaming, like, y'all, like, do not do this. Like, learn, like, learn from our lessons of from history of, 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 of Vietnam and Iraq. Like, you do not want to, it's not going to end well for you. And that's what I mean by, like, the regime of Israel is in a death spiral because if they do that and these 19, 20 year old IDF, you know, good looking IDF kids, start popping up dead the israeli populace is not going to stand for that and and they're they're already on the brink of a civil war and i so it's like i don't the, the politics is the only answer here like it, war and more death is not the answer and that's not me being a peacenik that's me being practical like practical like the actual like the actual answer to this is just it's not it's it's not military it's not a military action no and and my last thing my last rant here is like this is a thing that i don't understand and maybe you can answer this for me or maybe we can get somebody who has a better idea of you know the u.s's geopolitical stance um you want to talk like let's talk real politic for a minute you know it, what we're dealing with in israel like is a country a state, an ethno state that an apartheid state, apartheid state that had the worst, uh, you know, besides like the middle passage and the trail of tears, like the worst possible, you know, it's called a Holocaust for a reason, the worst possible thing to their people uh, that could happen, you know, that's happened in world history. And so that, that gained them a lot of political capital to do what they want. As long as they were our like client state and they, in what 48 so that's 50 70 years not even 100 years have burnt through all that capital to where the whole the whole world is lined up and it's like y'all are wiling y'all are just wow. like y'all told the nazis to like hold my beer you know why what wow. let me show you how this thing is done 
I, I, I would agree with you up into the point where it comes to that, like the rest of the world is turning against them uh, simply because um, like the, the, the West basically uh, the United States, Great Britain, and several other key governments in the sort of like balance of the world, mm-hmm. uh, and Joe Brandon himself is backing is backing Israel to the hilt. Like, I get that. I get that. But I, when I say people, I actually mean real people. And, they, uh, I, but I I don't mean governments. I actually mean real people. Is what I'm saying. I'm definitely turning when it comes to human beings. So that makes a difference because now I would say almost like. You've got Joe Biden will lose the state of 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 Michigan now because Arab Americans in that state have said in mass that block is we're we're just not going to we're going to stay home. And so, like, I don't see how he wins the presidency. So this is this is moving into politics to where, like, the people on the street, good, bad or indifferent, are having are having an effect because you're seeing all these other countries that honestly before before this countries like turkey saudi arabia wanted normalization with israel and israel wanted normalization with them but the people in their own countries are like now that this is this this uh, this genocide is happening they're saying no no we do not want normalization with this rogue state and you better do something about it and you you know you've got like an erdogan in turkey who's talking tough right now when he's talking tough because people already are he's not popular so he's talking mm. tough because he has to at least pander to the view of we're not going to let our you know our brothers and sisters in Palestine, no matter what they actually do, be treated like this. Does that make sense? Yeah, uh, I would just push back a little bit on. Go ahead, the, push back, uh, push part, back. Just because yeah. his basis of power is not. He's not in position of power because he's popular he's in the position of power because he's got the right clients if you know what i mean he's got the right patronage network but like in terms of the sentiment of of people i agree and in terms of like making political maneuvers to at least appear as though you're going to be you're you're appealing to people uh there are leaders that are doing that yeah i understand what you're saying about that but in that with that same um that same line of thinking if the people the, the popular movements line up against against leaders in those countries his client states are not are oh, i don't his client states aren't going to jump in there to save him they're going to they're going to they're going to let they're going to let him fall uh and and try to get you know um whatever they can out of the new government that arises out of that what i'm really i really uh, what i really like about that though um is is all this this conversation we're having is how, especially cause you know, I'm a TikTok addict, how younger people are intersectionally, um, they're grouping all these, all these issues together. So you're not just hearing like, Oh, this is a genocide. Oh, this is murder. This is a slaughter of a, of a race of, of a culture of a people, which is all true. You're hearing a lot of, you know, where they got, you know, where they got, um, universal healthcare, Israel, you know, who doesn't have universal healthcare, me, what is going on? And that brings me to uh, my last, super last point, I swear. And what I was saying is trying to get somebody who understands a geopolitical space better than I am, better than I do, is that I don't understand the U.S. position to where, like, let's be real, going back to the real politic. Israel is 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 our um, our colony. That's 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 us. That's our attack it's dog. Not it's, not, it's not a colony. It's a state. Go ahead. It's like basically the fifty-first state. You're right. It's right. Basically, that's all I'm saying. It's like, we mess we 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 mess with them so we can have a foothold in the Middle East. When did we allow the tail to wag the dog? I don't understand it. Why is the 51st state, if you want to call it, our colony, whatever? Why are we allowing them to dictate you? We don't even do. This is how you know the United States is in decline. It's in its death throes. We don't even do empire well, and it's like. Because a real empire would say, hey, you making this a, a real mafia boss is, you know, what the U.S. tries to be with its hands and everything all over the world would say, hey, Israel, you making the whole block hot. Cut it out or we'll, or, or we'll, we'll, we'll cut it out for you. But we, we, can't, we don't do that. 
So I'm like, why again, why is the tail wagging the dog? This is a real question that I really don't understand and I really would like a good answer to. Yeah, so I can't answer this terms of the question in terms of like geopolitical whatever. But I can say that um one of the things that I think that that um sort of like this completely blind and utterly, you know, to the hilt support of Israel uh, is doing is it's shearing off uh, a lot of le- a lot of the left and mm-hmm. like a leftists and like like socialists from the sort of like progressive Democrat part of 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 politics right now. So and and I don't think this is an accident. Um, but like we're, we're we're seeing some of these lines very clearly. Um, Bernie Sanders, for example, um, I do not understand. As, as I as, don't understand. Well, so as soon as the um, as soon as the attack happened, he basically did a a, 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 a statement on how um, Israel has basically a right to defend itself, and like that's got very little to do with anything to do with the victims of the of the violence or anything like that. Um, John Fetterman, who is a, a, a sort of like extremely sort of progressively viewed waste man, um, he's yeah, well, means yeah, nothing to me. Uh, well, he basically came back with like as hard of a Zionist position as you could possibly have. And so, what we're seeing right now is a sort of a, and I don't again, like I said before, this is not an accident, a uh, a cleaving between the sort of like progressive politics, the, the progressives. And the left, um, just by just by bringing this issue up, by using this issue in this way, to sort of divide the left. And and as of right now, I don't know. Like it's hard to blame people. And this is actually in a moment where the labor movement is on the rise. We've seen absolutely this week, the UAW. The UAW has had um, had victories at all three. They have tentative agreements at all three of the big three. Uh, automakers um we're actually at a moment actually tesla Uh, there's a uaw union forming at tesla right now which is so insane um and and we're seeing you know all this starbucks organizing and things like this um there's internal division even within the labor movement you would see like um randy weingarten who is uh, president of the American Federation of Teachers. She tweeted on October 7th that this was Israel's 9-11 and basically has not called for a ceasefire, has not done any of this stuff. Um, while you have... This sort ironically, of viewers- I, let's say ironically with that... Oh, you cut off. I'm sorry. I was going to say, I ironically with saying- that, I, I 100% agree with her. This isn't Israel's 9-11 and they, they didn't learn any of the lessons from us. Or they're just evil. Yeah. Going back to my beginning, are you stupid or are you evil? Or both. Um, but but at the same time, like you'll see the sort of like more younger, the more sort of like left oriented parts of uh, of the labor movement uh, be being uh, in this case uh, the Starbucks workers organizing. They released a statement in solidarity with Palestine. If you uh, uh, or Chris Christian Smalls, who I mean, we've been critical of critically supportive of i will say on this show but i mean he's been very much uh posting about how uh he is 100 supportive of palestinian even even yeah it's just there's a lot to it and there's a lot of um there's a lot of drama there and a lot of a lot of internal division and i don't think that's necessarily uh a bug of the system it's a feature it's a way to sort of divide and create confusion among the left just by by an issue that is for most americans not one that's particularly material um unless you are unless you are like connected with the state of israel or if you or if you are connected to anyone in palestine like you're gonna have a feeling one way or the other um however at the same time um this is not like socialized medicine this is not raising minimum wage and i'm not saying that this is something to be ignored absolutely not you can't ignore genocide are you crazy mm-hmm. but like this is one of the, the the ways that historically uh empires and 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 nations generally have used um have used war 
to um to divide essentially the working class in whatever in whatever country it is and you know the only answer isn't to well the only answer is a rejection of war and a rejection of apartheid well this goes back to my original statement of um i i'm really seeing i think if i'm going to look for a silver lining here i think this this genocide, I refuse to call it a, a conflict or a, a, a scuffle or a war or whatever cute terms they want to put out there. This this genocide, um, I, I feel like what young people are doing is seeing the interconnectedness. They're seeing the intersectionality of it, and they're tying it to all these other issues of you know why do I why does my country give billions of dollars to Israel every year that is actively making me less safe here in America. We're actively less safe with that with that apartheid that racist apartheid state doing what they're doing, doing a genocide. You know, and it's it's and again, just going back to the realities of the situation, I I just don't understand in what world you've you've you're doing apartheid, you've built a you've built an illegal border wall, you've cut people off from food you no, not cut them off you've trained people i'm gonna use the word trained you've trained people how to live with no food no water they can't have concrete they can't have proper medicine they can't have you've trained them how not to live in a dignified way how to survive they've built what did it say hundreds of miles of tunnel under the under under gaza something crazy like that and you think sitting on the other side of this wall, going to raves, you know, eating eating Starbucks and everything else the Empire provides and brings over there, sitting over there fat and happy with your Iron Dome, you think you're going to go in there and defeat these people militarily? You must be out of your mind. You, a mortal technique said one time he was talking about Afghanistan, but it's the same thing applies. He's like, you think you're going to outsuffer these people? You, oh, you lost. You, oh, oh, a couple of your people got killed uh, in, in, you know, in a Hamas raid. God bless you. That's terrible. That should never happen to anybody. Talk to that same guy that I talk about. His whole family is just got vaporized. What do you think he's going to do? He's got nothing else to live for except revenge and, and to try to kill as many people before he gets killed. And you think you're going to militarily defeat that? You, you think you're not going to do politics? God, God help you. God help you because you're in a fight you cannot win. Well, the sad part is that I do think that it's something that's militarily like it's solvable, I think. But like it would have the, the thing that would have to happen would have to be so unthinkable no. and so horrible. They would just have to do like full top level like extermination of every human being. And then that would also come with the cost of it. And I, I don't know. I don't think that they have that. Let, that let in me, them. You know what let I mean? me let me tell you. Let me disagree with you and tell you why you're wrong. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's say in I this scenario. That, no, I'm saying let, let's no, say I'm, in this I'm in this scenario. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm saying that Israel doesn't have that in them. Well, let's say they did. I'll, 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 let's do that thought experiment. Let's say Israel finds some kind of a magic kill switch and can go in there and completely eliminate Hamas. Let's say they get their wish and complete their genocide and they kill every Palestinian there. Okay, the state of Israel is now intact and exactly the way they want it to be, right? Now, you've got this country that you've got this country that just committed mass genocide and and erased the the history and culture of a whole of, of a whole people and population that that was that was there before you and you came and colonized and exterminated great you've got the state of israel now the way you want it your borders are now egypt jordan uh syria and lebanon good luck good luck yeah good luck with that how how safe do you think that's going to keep an israeli if 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 you could com- if you could militarily defeat the Palestinian people, because that's what we're talking about. We're not talking about killing the mosque. They want to kill the Palestinian people in mass, total, gone. How safe does that that makes that makes the average Israeli citizen less safe? There's, mm-hmm. the politics oh, no, is totally the only not. answer. It's the only answer. It's the only way out of it. 
Yeah. I see we're I, running up against it. So sorry. Yeah. Well, uh just sort of like as I mean, we've gotten, you know, pretty dark in this episode, but you know, just to sort of like wind us down, like, you know, um I, the last thing that I, I just want to talk about, and this is even like right. me just grinding an axe. Um, boy oh boy. Who buddy? The thing that I don't want to like hear from people right now at all. The last thing I want to hear from anybody right now is, oh, by the way, um, <laughs> you know, Joe Biden has been supporting this genocide in Israel, but you're still going to vote for him, right? Absolutely like, are not. you kidding? <laughs> oh, you know what? You know what? What you say that is that, um, okay, so if I lived, I'm going to say this right now. If I lived in a state, personally, me, Robert Johnson, if I still lived in Ohio, things the way they are now, nothing changes. The election, it's election day. I'm still voting for Joe Biden. I hate myself, but personally, I'm going to do it. But I could not look another American in the eye that that would tell me I am going to stay home because I can't, I, I can't, I can't support, I can't pull the lever for somebody that's actively funding a genocide. I'd be like, God bless you. I'm like, I think you're making the right call. I could never tell somebody that. You know, that, yeah. oh, you need to come vote blue no matter who. Like, we, we are so beyond that. It's it's absolutely insane. We're so beyond that. Yeah, you're right. You, I've not hear nothing from nobody. Oh, I'm hearing it already. It's a problem. Ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and I don't know. That's sort of like where I think we should uh, leave it is, you know, this is something, again, when we've seen these genuinely good things come out of uh, out of the um and and i don't even have to put it on any individual like you go with god you vote for whoever joe biden in his in the last couple of weeks has seen his um his um job approval rating yeah. dip into the 30s um based on his handling of this situation which is essentially oh um yeah, every whatever Israel wants to do, we we got their back essentially. Uh, however many bombs they want to drop, how many hospitals they want to destroy, however many uh, mosques they want to blow up, um, you know, it's cool with us. You know, just make sure make sure you're following international law when you do it. You know, which is ridiculous. Um, and um, the the sort of consequence of that, like, isn't going to be that like it is not going to make him look it's not it, like he is getting the worst of both worlds he's getting he's supporting a genocidal regime that's right now and he's losing support in this country mm -hmm. so like it's not even that backing the genocide is popular it's just like he and he's and he's screwing it up for everybody who i mean like again the prospect of, of another um, another Trump administration, another Trump NLRB, more Trump um, appointees to the Supreme Court. He's he's backing a genocide and then f screwing up American politics uh, from the little bit of progress that he, he he was able to move things forward as, as you know as as little as it is. And I, I, that's just uh, I I just cannot get over it right and now. And that goes to I my point so of I don't I don't understand what's going on. Like, I'm like, I'm what are you, what are you possibly doing? Mm -hmm. And well, I mean, I'm, I, down. yeah, we're shutting it down. Mm -hmm. We got to shut it down. But, uh, but yeah, it, it is really kind of like, it's, it's, I, I feel extremely dual pill with the situation. Well, anyway, uh, Robert, tell the people bye. Um, bye. Um, free Palestine. Remember you, you are not responsible for what, um, what bad people do, but you are responsible for what your government does. So um, keep um, keep shouting at them, keep screaming at them. Send John Fetterman a text like I did today um, that says uh, I'm not giving you any more money because they ask me for money every day. And uh, download the Five Calls app so you can call your representatives and tell them uh, to uh, let's not be culpable in the uh, indiscriminate murder of a whole racial population. Let's don't do that. Ditto. Uh, you can listen to Good Morning Common every Saturday on good on uh, WHVFM.org. 
uh, slash listen or 102.3 FM in New Orleans. Uh, Getting more information about our show by going to goodmorning.comrade.com. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We love you. Bye-bye. See ya. All right.